Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Trump, you know, victory lap. Cry, baby, cry. Cry, baby, cry. Gonna win big, baby. Mark K, he's gonna win big. Wow, wait, Mark K's gonna win big or Trump's gonna, yeah, probably, we're all gonna win big if Donald Trump wins big. That's the way. That's I don't know Chris Stapleton's such a loyal listener. Man, I love Chris Stapleton for that. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Stapleton, and thanks for the open mics. We have that guy, I don't know who that guy is, but he's one of my favorites. If you wanna do what that guy does or leave an open mic message about anything else, um, you can do it. All you have to do is download our mobile app. You can find it in the Google Play Store or the, uh, the iTunes Store. It's the 104.5 WOKV mobile app, and you can leave us an open mic message that will play on the air. Maybe we'll play it once, or maybe we'll play it every Friday like this one. It's Friday! And because we uh, we get very excited about that. 855-765-1045. There's so much, for you know, for the end of the week, there's so much that we need to talk about. It's been one of those weeks. We had Let's recap the week quickly, shall we? We had the Iowa caucus, and then, well, we didn't have the Iowa caucus. We had uh, Donald Trump's acquittal. Then we had Nancy Pelosi just going crazy. Also, throw in there the State of the Union address. Yesterday, Donald Trump gave this massive speech where he thanked everybody that helped him out and basically lambasted everyone who didn't. Then on top of that, we had we had all this horrible weather overnight. And, oh, yes, let's not forget about the, uh, about the herpes. These, you know, uh, infected monkeys running around St. John's County eating fruit that you're not supposed to that you're not supposed to under any means shoot. I tell you this, I'm going to need a week off after this week. Uh, but uh, but unfortunately, we're not going to we're not going to get that. In fact, you know how they're ending the week tonight? I don't even know if anybody knows this. I don't even know if this is if this is common knowledge. But tonight in New Hampshire, guess what's happening? Guess what's that? You'll never guess. You'll never guess. They're having, they're having a democratic debate. They're having a, they're, the New Hampshire primary is on the 10th. What is that? Monday? Yeah, I yeah, believe that's right. Sure. No, it's Tuesday. Well, I think it's on the 11th. You pull that up. Go on the 10th, I believe it's is Monday. The, it's Monday. Okay. So I think it's on the 11th is the New Hampshire primary, which would be the Tuesday. What's happening on, on Monday night is Donald Trump is having a rally in New Hampshire. Then on Tuesday, it's the New Hampshire primary. Is that correct? Fact check me on this. You should be. Where's Dave from Mandarin when you need him? I don't know. He's much faster. Uh, yeah, then, Tuesday the 11th. Yeah, Tuesday. So, Donald, so we're not preempting The Bachelor. That's perfect. Good. That's great. So Donald Trump is going to have his rally on Monday. Then there's going to be a huge, uh, you know, primary in New Hampshire on Tuesday. And tonight they're they're all having they're all having a debate. And I have to think to myself, 
on a Friday night, they're having like it's gotten that bad for the Democrats. The people that are left in this race, Pete Buttigieg, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, who's hanging on by a thread. These people, they're so bad and so uninteresting and so uh, such a, not a draw that they're actually hiding them. From the public, if you want to hide anybody uh, from from public view, you put them on on a Friday night because Friday night is the least watched night of television. Friday night is the night that everyone goes out. Everyone, you know, watches movies. Everyone's got like sports. There's Friday night football. I think I'm taking my daughter to some kind of uh, dance tonight. You know, there's stuff going on. And the fact that they're having a debate on a Friday night in New Hampshire shows that they just they're not even they're not even concerned about getting people to watch these people anymore. They're just trying to cruise to the finish line at this point. They're probably concerned about what everyone's going to say, especially since Pete Buttigieg, who I'm going to be honest with you, no matter what anybody says in the media, no matter what anybody says on TV, no matter what CNN's telling you, no matter what the other politicians are saying when they give their speeches or they show up on camera, they do not want Pete Buttigieg as their candidate. They do not want Bernie Sanders as their candidate, and they certainly don't want Elizabeth Warren as their candidate. This is this is a bad week for the Democrats because going into the New Hampshire primary, the the front runner, the one person that they've wanted to be their candidate, the one person that they felt really could take on Donald Trump or at least give them the best shot at not losing so badly to Donald Trump is Joe Biden. And that dude pulled fourth in Iowa. And that's even when all 100 percent of the precincts were reporting. It was a, it was basically a tie for first place between Pete Buttigieg, who is a like 12 year old mayor from South Bend, Indiana, who cannot get the African-American vote and who is going to leave the Democrats in the lurch come November. Plus, you've got Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren in second and third place, both of whom are just at this point communists. They're not even they're not even hiding it anymore. Bernie Sanders isn't even really a Democrat. He's an independent. Bernie Sanders is as much a Democrat as as uh, as Mitt Romney is a Republican at this point. So these three candidates who came out of Iowa just with all the momentum, with all the excitement, with all the energy and consequently with all the money are going into New Hampshire in a much better place than Joe Biden. When you couple that with Donald Trump coming off of his best week ever, a State of the Union address that was all the rage. Nancy Pelosi tearing it up. She was so mad. And, oh, we've got some clips from her press conference yesterday, too, if you missed it. Uh, then you've got Donald Trump walking away with the highest approval rating from Gallup, 49 percent. That's the highest in the history of his presidency. Not to mention this poll yesterday that stated 90 percent of Americans are satisfied with life. What? 90%? Think about that, all right? Think about that. If you have 10 people in a room and you ask them, are you satisfied with life? Nine of them will say, yeah, and only one will bitch. When was the last time that happened? When was the last time you got 10 of your friends together and everyone was happy except for one person? Personally, I don't have 10 friends, so I can't attest to that. But I go to a lot of meetings and there's 10 people in the room and none of them look happy. But 90% of Americans say they are satisfied with their life. That's the Gallup agency polling, uh, you know, uh, you know, Americans, you know, not just voters, that's just people. They're happy. America has never been happier. We've never been safer. We've never been richer. The Dow's never been higher. Taxes have never been lower. Unemployment's never been lower. It's really been it's really been a fantastic week for Donald Trump. Oh, yes. And also, let's not forget, he got acquitted from the two bogus charges with a majority of the vote. Uh, you know, most Republicans and again, only Mitt Romney voting against him. So it's a it's a tough road to hoe. 
It's a tough road to hoe for these Democrats. And that's probably why they're throwing the debate on a Friday night, because they really don't want anybody to watch it. They don't care anymore about what these people have to say. They just want to get through this uh, this whole primary process. They want to get through this primary and get to the convention in Milwaukee so that they can pick one person and put that one person up against Donald Trump. Also, you know who's not going to be at the debate is Michael Bloomberg. Michael Bloomberg, I don't believe uh, there there was some talk going back and forth about the rules and changing the rules. And everyone was all up in arms because the way they they were there, were there were two things that qualified you for the debate stage. And the first one was the number of individual donors, the number of individual donors. And the second was the percentage of the uh, the votes you have in a certain number of polls. And as these things went on, they raised the they raised it up a little bit. So that's why you would see people drop off like Kamala Harris. She just didn't have the money and she didn't have she didn't have the support. And then you would see like Andrew Yang, you know, he didn't have the support or he had the support, but he didn't have the money because he for whatever reason. And and Cory Booker and all these people started falling off the stage. And now when you uh, when you look at who's left, you have the people that have raised the most and have the most support in the polls. But Michael Bloomberg, Michael Bloomberg has only one has only one factor working for him, and that is the percentage of the vote, because he has one donor. He has one donor. And that one donor is Michael Bloomberg. Michael Bloomberg is going out and he is going he's funding his own campaign. He's the only one out there and he's going to he's like, look, I I don't qualify I don't qualify for the donor participation because I'm basically spending hundreds of millions of my own money. And so that's why he's not going to be part of this debate. But they're looking to change the rules. So in the future, in the future, Michael Bloomberg can get on that stage. Guess who's not happy about that? Every single one of these other candidates. By the way, it looks like Yang's going to be there today. Yang, Buttigieg, Bernie, Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, who's hanging in somehow. And then, of course, Tom Steyer in his Christmas tie. Look, it's going to be we may we may get to it on Monday. We may not. But just think about think about the candidates they have left. And, and the front runners and picture any one of these people going up against Donald Trump in November. And you've got to be going into this weekend really just really just ecstatic. If you're if you're a conservative, if you're a Republican, if you're a deplorable, if you're if you're a supporter of President Trump, eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Quick break. We'll talk a little bit more about the debate. Oh, we got to get to this Pelosi press conference. And oh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton's back again. She and you'll they yeah we'll play you some clips of her on the Ellen Show that's on the way too plus fake news Friday it's the Marque Show and we return in just a minute on one hundred four point five WOKV. so bad over miles on the west side last night, I swear I seen Nancy Pelosi fly by right on a little broomstick. I was like, Nancy! <laughs> Maybe a house will fall on her if there's a tornado. Anyway, what's up? <laughs> this, is, this is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K, 855-765-1045. By the way, uh, Mindy, who watches us on Facebook, she ordered a Mark K Show hoodie from our shop, and she was uh, she's in this picture modeling it. Apparently, we have there was some debate on whether or not we have pink hoodies, and we do. So if you want a, a pink hoodie, just go to our Facebook page. You can get one there. Mugs, hats, T-shirts, all kinds of things. Uh, but there is a pink hoodie. There's pink, blue, gray, red, which seems to be very popular. 
Uh, seems to be very popular. And the red Marcasio hoodie that we have now on our Facebook page is nicer than the actual Marcasio hoodie I got for myself like three years ago. So I may have to, I may have to order a new one. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Mike in Jacksonville. Hi, Mike. Thanks for uh, calling the Marcasio. What's up, dude? Hey, Mark. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. I've been to get on for a long time. It's a little bit long-winded. I'll try and be as fast as I can. Yeah, we'd appreciate that. We'd appreciate I, am, I am extremely frustrated and angry at the fact that I have been watching for the last 10 years, beginning with Hillary Clinton and the emails, the bleach pit, the smashing of her phone, the smashing of her server, under the Obama watch, then Benghazi, under the Obama watch, they do nothing. Condoleezza Rice lies about it at Obama's orders. Then we get into President Trump. Not Condoleezza Hillary Rice. Clinton. You're thinking of, uh, you're thinking of, uh, was Susan, her? Rice. Susan Rice. Yeah, Condoleezza Rice is on our sorry. side. I'm sorry. That's Susan okay. No, I just, I just don't want to, I don't want to tarnish her image because we may need her in the future. No, 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 no. Anyway, right. Go we ahead. Be, we have to be accurate on yeah. the radio. So, you know, then we start with uh, Donald Trump winning the election. And I heard rumor that Hillary Clinton had to be sedated because she couldn't stand it, was beating up on her uh, security personnel in her hotel room. Yeah. And that didn't come out and give a conciliatory speech. Well, then that leads to the Mueller report. 250 days of taxpayer dollars and of Congress's time yeah. obsessed with uh, essentially just ankle-biting the president of the United States. Right. I don't know how that poor man has, has put up with all of this. No, I know. And then I know. the impeachment. Right. Uh, no, absolutely no evidence whatsoever. Sure. And now I hear that Tulsi Gabbard, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, was accused of being a Russian asset by Hillary Clinton. That's correct. That there happened. There was a defamation of character suit yeah. in the $50 million. Right. And when they attempted to serve her, her own Secret Service uh, security personnel turned the servers away as yeah. if to protect her in an obstruction of justice, which is a felony. And I don't understand how all of this is happening in the United States of America. What is A.G. Barr doing about it? Yeah. Well, Who Mike, can we contact? Mike, I, I understand your frustration, and it's and I see where you're going with this. And it is, and we could go on and on and on. Look, as long as there are Democrats in power, uh, whether it's the House of Representatives or the Senate or, you know, God forbid, the executive branch, as long as there are Democrats in power, there are going to be people that will use that power to get away with, you know, murder, basically, you know, both figuratively and literally. In some cases, depending on how you feel about Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, but here's the thing. There, that's what abuse of power exists. We're not saying that it doesn't. It has existed forever. Uh, some people abuse power way more than others. Donald Trump was actually accused of abuse of power and impeached on abuse of power. He was acquitted on abuse of power. Um, but the fact of the matter is the people that attacked him and, as you pointed out, um, impeached him and the people that that have been dragging his name through the mud for years and investigating him are the ones who have been abusing their power more than anyone else. Uh, but look, there, there's only so much time in the day. And when it comes down to it, Donald Trump has Donald Trump has an uphill battle anyway, because, number one, he's Donald Trump. And number two, because he's unlike any other president before. And number three, because when he got here, the country was a mess. We had a horrible economy. We had horrible trade deals. We had Obamacare and a lot of things that needed to get redone or undone. 
Plus, as you pointed out, there's a lot of crime that needs to be investigated. And, oh, yes, Donald Trump then had to face impeachment. The impeachment, as you rightly pointed out or figured out by now, was a way for the Democrats to cover up. It was the deflection. It was, oh, my God, Hillary Clinton lost. We have nobody from the deep state in the White House. Uh, The president of the United States and the Senate are out of our control. And when Donald Trump got elected, it was the House of Representatives, too. The Republicans had control of every branch of government for two years. That's what sent Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and, and Adam Schiff and Jerry. Now, they were in a tizzy because they had no power. They had no Chuck Schumer, too. All those New York Democrats, they're all in the same boat. They had no protection. They had no power. They had no way to protect themselves. So instead, what instead of waiting to defend themselves from whatever was coming down from Donald Trump, they went on offense. They had to go on offense. They created the Mueller report. They created Russian collusion. They created Ukraine. They created the whistleblower. All of it lies. All of it fake. All of it not meant to ever remove Donald Trump. What it was meant to do was keep the lawyers busy. Keep the uh, AG busy. Keep the scent on Donald Trump instead of on the real criminals, the real corrupt party politicians, the real abusers of power. We know for a fact that Joe Biden is the one who went to the Ukraine and did exactly what they tried to convince us Donald Trump did. And the reason they did it was because they never wanted us to find out that Joe Biden was the one that actually did it. It was all an offensive ploy to keep themselves out of jail. Now that it's now that the word's out, look, I mean, it's it's no holds barred or William Bard in this case. As soon as Donald Trump is done running for president, as soon as he wins re-election, he's going to have four more years to start investigating with no, no, he doesn't need to worry about anything else. He can just go after these people one by one, and I hope to God he does. I hope if he if he made that an agenda item, I mean, he's already probably got my got my vote, but he would he would nail it. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll play this Nancy Pelosi, crazy, kooky, shocking press conference stuff. Uh, we'll do that in just a minute. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque Show. This is is the Mark K Show. Hey, by the way, uh, we got to give some props and some uh, huge thanks to Faith. Faith sent us, uh, well, like, well, we got to do it mail and we opened it up. Um, Faith wrote, hi, Mark. I ordered some of these Trump gold dollars and I thought you'd like to share some of them with your listeners. I didn't get them in time for Josh's birthday, so please give one to him too. Keep up the great work and go Trump. We well, can't give one to Josh because oh, your, your birthday's over. So you have to wait till next year. Is the birth week still a thing? We'll say no. I think it ends. I think it leads up to your birthday, but on your birthday, it's officially over. Oh. When was your birthday? Tomorrow. I mean, okay, fine. Here. Oh, thanks, Mark. But these are cool. They're not dollars. Oh, they're, they're thick. They're one hundred dollar bills, and look Whoa. at this. They're they're gold. I don't think they're real legal currency, but they are really cool. They are they're golden. They've got Trump, where you would have like you know Benjamin Franklin, or uh, yeah, I guess he's on the hundred dollar bill. It says in God we trust. They're really 
They're really fancy, and she sent us a bunch of them. I don't even know. This is great. So we gave one to Josh. I'm going to keep probably like three or four for myself. What's the uh, which leaves the, us the conversion rate for this? For I don't know, probably to U.S. dollars. Probably it's way better than a U.S. dollar. Yeah, like, it feels it's like three times as thick as a dollar. Like if it's a hundred dollars in U.S., it would probably be like five thousand Trump dollars, <laughs> gold solid. Way it's way more gold plated. It's way more better. Anyway, so what we'll do is uh, we'll start giving these away, and tomorrow today uh, rather uh, later on we're going to be doing fake wow. news Friday. So we'll give you a Mark K. Show prize pack, courtesy of the Mark K. Show, uh, featuring a Mark K. Show T-shirt. And we'll give you a 100 gold do- Trump dollar bill, courtesy of Faith. Uh, thank you so much, Faith, for doing that. By the way, if you ever want to send us mail or anything, uh, gifts, yeah, first of all, I'm a size large. And our address is 11700 Central Parkway. This is uh, Kathy from Jacksonville. Hey, Kathy, how are you? Hi, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say, Kathy? Well, oh, I just sorry, sorry about that. I, I got to put you back at home. Okay, <laughs> I'm married to a Republican, so. Oh, you're married. To, wait, are you not a Republican? No, I'm a Democrat. Oh. I'm a, I've been a lifelong Democrat since I was 18. Oh wow, that must be fun. It's been interesting. It's been a very interesting ride, especially these last four years. Yeah. And, I tried to call you Wednesday when you were covering the State of the Union address, right? Because me and my husband watched it, and. While I am not Republican, I have to admit Trump has done a lot of good for our country the last three years. Look at that. You're coming around. We appre- that's awesome. It's a fact. I mean, that, that's a fact. That is a I fact. I watched all of the impeachment trials through the House waiting for them to show me some type of factual evidence, and I saw nothing. Yeah. And for what she did at the State of the Union address, what Nancy Pelosi did when she tore up that speech, in my opinion, was the rudest, most childish thing that she could have done. Yeah. Because what if, what if a Republican House person had done that to one of the Obama speeches? Yeah. Well, I mean, a Republican yeah. House person never would have done that because, well, exactly. the, the House wasn't under Republican control. I mean, it was actually near the end there. Paul Ryan. Uh, yeah, near the end. But he, either way, I mean, it would have been a totally different scenario sure. had that been Obama and not Trump. And that's, in my opinion, as a Democrat, so many of my party has become so two-faced. Yeah. And people are like, why don't you leave? Why don't you leave? Go why join don't you leave? And blah, blah, blah. I, and my response is always this. How can I make a change within my party if I leave my party? I mean, here's the thing. What would you want your party to change? What would you, if, as a Democrat, what is it that you want from the party that you're not getting? What's important to you? Why do you feel like being a Democrat is the have- best for you? I honestly think that they have become a little out of touch. And at a time, I think that they were really in touch with what we as a community needed to help others and not just help ourselves, but to help others. We're we're human. Everybody on this planet is human. We should be out there helping each other. I have no problem with that. But Democrats, they've, they've almost taken it a little too far. And it's almost like we're going back to do as I say because we say to do it and... We don't care about what y'all think or what y'all yeah. want anymore. But, We're just going to do what we say. But, Kathy, my question, like, what's important to you? What did you used to like about the What stands did you like that the Democrats took that, that attracted you to their party in the beginning? In the beginning, my very first vote as a Democrat, unfortunately, I was 18 and I was young. It was for Clinton. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was for change. I thought we were doing way too much overseas with all the wars and all the help and everything else and 
Clinton came in and was like, you know, we need to think about us as a country first. And we do. We have homeless in our own country. We have people starving in our own country. Right. They, and you know and that the majority of them live, happen. you know, the majority of them live in Democratic states and Democratic exactly. cities. And that's what's, even, that's what's even more sad is look at the state of California where three Democratic hopefuls that are still currently in office. Yeah. Look at their state. Yeah. You have tent cities popping up. People who have jobs, legitimate jobs, and can't even afford an apartment or a house. That that's that is uncalled for. Yeah. And in my opinion, that's what the Democrats have gotten away from. All right. What? So the wars are so much more worried you, about. They're so much more worried about wanting to kill babies after they're born. And in yeah. my opinion, that's not what becoming a Democrat fool was was to mean. You know. Yeah. Yes, we have rights as women on our body, but. You know, those rights don't 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 include killing children for Christ's sake. Well, I mean, Kathy, listen, I, 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 and I listen. I first of all, I appreciate you calling. I really do because I love. We get so few Democrats that actually pick up the phone and call us, and they and you're some of my favorite people to talk to because it's really eye opening. And you asked a good question: Why should I leave my party instead of just trying to change it? And the fact yeah. of the matter is, I believe personally, and you may, you know, and this is just my personal belief. You're you should be drawn to the party that you are most. Uh, in you know you have the most in common with because it's it's almost better for you to work with a a group of like-minded people you're going to get way more done if you're in a group of people and the first thing you have to do is fight with them and convince them that they're wrong and convince them that that you're right and convince them that they've gotten away from the ideals you used to love about them if you have to go in there and say look you guys used to be anti-war but now donald trump pulls troops out of syria and pulls troops out of other places around the world and you're yelling at him and saying oh we're abandoning we need to go out there and be the world's policeman you're abandoning the 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 uh the the turks you're abandoning the kurds you're abandoning everyone that's that's exactly what the democrats used to do was say we don't need to be fighting these endless wars but they've really changed their tune on that the the whole thing with uh with homelessness sure bill clinton used to say oh we got we got troubles right here no we got to take care of our own people well, that's true. We do need to take care of our own people. But under Barack Obama and Nancy Pelosi and Michael Bloomberg and 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 everybody, I mean, you've got in in Washington state and in and even in, in places like Arizona, you've got this surging uh, you know homelessness issue. And it's San Francisco and L.A., the most liberal Democratic places. And they don't care about taking care of their own people. They don't care. I mean, these are these are representatives that are supposed to be working for the people in these cities. And they come to Washington and all they care about is get rid of Donald Trump. And then, of course, the, the late term abortion and the partial birth abortion and the postnatal abortion, which is something that the governor of, of Virginia, for crying out loud, has has been uh, has been you know a proponent of. So, yeah, you could stay in the Democratic Party and waste the rest of your life trying to convince them that you're right and they're wrong. Or you could come to a different party, the Libertarian Party, the Republican Party, whatever. You could be an independent for all I care. But if, if you come over to another party, a party that is more in line with your views, where the leader doesn't think we should be out fighting endless wars, where the leader thinks that uh, late term abortion and partial birth abortion is horrible and should be outlawed, where sanctuary cities uh, are, are not something that, that should be legal. And that when that when the mayors of sanctuary cities uh, you, free, uh, you know basically is ignore orders from ICE, they're going to be dealt with in a, in a in a proper manner. And of course, homelessness is a problem. 
you should probably come to a party where we believe that joblessness is is an issue and that we can work together to get a a lower unemployment rate, a more successful, uh, you know, um, job uh, employment rate for minorities and Asians and and women. And as we've seen from the Gallup poll, create an environment where 90 percent of people say that they're satisfied with their life. If you just come to a party like that, that already exists, then you boost the numbers and that you won't be wasting your time fighting people who are never going to change their minds. You're going to be using your time wisely by working with like-minded people to continue to make America better. Uh, that's just and probably you and your husband will get along a lot better, too. So that's just just a couple of reasons. That's just my take, my two cents. But again, thank you so much for calling. Uh, we appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll get to uh, more of your phone calls. And I promise I'll play this this Nancy Pelosi mush from yesterday and fake news Fridays on the way. Stay tuned to the Mark K show on 104.5 WOKV. We were treated unbelievably unfairly. And you have to understand uh, we first went through Russia, Russia, Russia. It was all bullshit. <laughs> that was the president of the United States speaking at the White House yesterday. And Donald, we're going to uh, we'll get to the Nancy Pelosi thing, I promise. But the Donald Trump, um, basically what happened with the Donald Trump thing is he came out yesterday to give a speech. And he wanted to uh, basically what he wanted to do was he wanted to thank everybody who helped him through the uh, impeachment trial and the, uh, the, you know, the articles of impeachment, in the House of Representatives. And there were a lot of people like he invited every conservative senator, every conservative congressman. And he knew that everybody was going to be watching and all every lawyer and everything. And he basically went through and he talked about ever for like the first hour and a half. He would just look out the crowd and say, who we got here? Who we got here? Jim Jordan. Guys, let me tell you about, do you know Jim Jordan was a wrestler? Never wears a jacket, this guy. Never, like He literally was just, he was going all, he was just picking people out of the crowd and, and stream of consciousness talking, telling every good thing he knew about them. We have, I mean, look, we, we cut it up. We cut up the two hours into like a 22-second montage of him thanking people. I want to thank my legal team, Mitch McConnell, Bill Cassidy, Mike Braun, Chuck Grassley, Josh Hawley, Mike Lee, Kevin McCarthy, Kelly Armstrong, Jim Banks of Indiana, Andy Biggs, where's Andy? Bradley Byrne, Doug Collins, Matt Gates, Jim Jordan, Debbie Lester, Mark Meadows, Mike Johnson of Louisiana, Devin Nunes, John Ratcliffe, Michael Turner. I want to thank Josh McCarthy. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised sorry. to hear that, too. What was that at the end there? I feel like that, that sounded a little edited. I want to thank Josh McCarthy. No, I mean, I was listening live, and it was very surprising. I mean, I, I, we haven't talked in a while. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Warden Brothers, That's very... Warden School, class of 72. <laughs> so I was a freshman when he was a senior. Yeah. So I'm surprised he still remembers me, but it was nice to hear him. Hear him, uh, him shut you yeah. out. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, and so he went off, and like that's basically that was the first half of the speech, and then he would pepper in all of these things that uh, that he really wanted to get off of his chest. We had the witch hunt. It started from the day we came down the elevator. Yeah, from the day he came down, him and Melania came down that elevator. That's when the witch hunt began, and it technically, I guess, ended on Wednesday, but maybe not. We'll find out soon enough. This should never, ever happen to another president, ever. I don't know that other presidents would have been able to take it. Some people said no, they wouldn't have. I like how, and that's him saying, you know, look, we're going to make sure this never happens to another president because no other president could take this. Only I, only I could handle it. It was a disgrace. Dirty cops, bad people. If this happened to President Obama, 
A lot of people would have been in jail for a long time already. Yeah, and that's and that's probably true. If, if Barack Obama would not have taken it, the Clintons would have just, you know, they would have sent out their their hit squad. The, the people that were involved, it, you, what would happen is if it, if it were the Clintons, if it were reversed, and the Clintons were in the office and everybody, I mean, Jerry Nadler and Adam Schiff, they would be disappeared. Already, you know, the guards would would take a they would take a snooze outside of their their prison cells and oh, you'd never hear from them again. Uh, but that's not how the Republicans work. Um, Donald Trump fights them, beats them at their own game. And then and then really is going to do something that's going to annoy the, the you know what out of them. And that is win reelection. We went through hell unfairly, did nothing wrong. But this is what the end result is. Yeah. And he talks about the Democrats. He talks about the actual Democrats that you know, that you see, the ones who have the D next to their name, the ones who attack him constantly. They're vicious and mean. Vicious. These people are vicious. And they stick together. Yeah. And that's one of the big problems. That's one of the. And he says, look, I and we've talked about this on the show repeatedly. You have to. The one thing the Democrats do is they stick together. They may hate you. They may hate me. They may hate each other. They're all in it to win it. They all just want as much power. They want to accumulate as much power as possible and as much money as they can. And they want to cash in their favors and they want to rule the world and they want to control you and your life. They want to do all of that. And they all want to be top dog. But they know they can't do it unless they stick together. And they do that. And that is the one thing the Republicans have not yet mastered. They're getting close. But there's always that one. I'm sorry about Mitt Romney. Yeah, we all, we all, there's always, there's always one who just doesn't want to run with the fold. There's always one who thinks that he's better than the the rest. There's, you know, it's, what is it? All the, there's an old saying about like, you know, all the, when the water in the harbor rises, all the ships do something out they rise too or what is it the ship something no, keep about, going you'll get there eventually there's something about ships and harbors and rising tides and whatever and then you know Mitt Romney doesn't he doesn't appreciate that he doesn't realize the power of a group of people voting together a voting block if you have if you have 52 senators in the 53 senators in the United States Senate that stick together on everything that stick to that block the dumb stuff and approve the great stuff. If you've got that many people that can work together as a cohesive unit, you could have, I mean, amazing things happen so quickly. But the problem is the Republicans, they think that they are individual members of a party, whereas the Democrats vote as a party of individuals. And that's why they get away with so much stuff. That's why they're able to impeach the president on these bogus charges. That's why they still have some power. Now, the difference is when it comes to winning elections, when it comes to bringing voters together, that's where it gets a little. They don't have as much luck with that. 855-765-1045. And uh, to prove that, I'll, I'm going to play for you here in just a minute a couple of the things that, that uh, Nancy Pelosi said yesterday. And also, Hillary Clinton was back. Yeah, she was with Ellen. We'll tell you what she said about this potential um, election coming up in November, too. It's the Mark K Show. Quick break, traffic, weather, news, and more coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Hey, this one's for Kathy. Um, two things. One... You're not going to change the Democrat Party. And two, they have always been two-faced. 
Yeah, that was Kathy called in. She said she's a Democrat married to a Republican, but she just is not happy with her party, and she wants to stay in the Democratic Party and try to change them. And I said, don't do that. Change parties and work with people to make the country better. Don't waste your try- time trying to make the Democratic Party better. Uh, you know, waste your time or you know, use your time wisely by helping people who know how to make it better and are doing so already. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Dale's been waiting very patiently. He wanted to talk about. Something Glenn Beck said. And we've got a couple people commenting. Hey, Dale from Ohio. How are you? Dale, you there? Love your, love your show. Love what you do. Oh, thanks, Dale. What happened with Glenn Beck yesterday? He went crazy? Uh, no, he had a special last night regarding the Ukrainian money laundering scandal involving the Bidens. And, uh, yeah. Uh, you guys didn't see anything about that? No, I didn't. I, I'll be, I, was watching, uh, I was watching Vanderpump Rules with my wife. What uh, what what new information did he have about the Ukrainian right. scandal? Uh, well, basically, the state of Saxon has documents that they're turning into Senator Grassley this morning, I believe. Oh, good. And, uh, um, linking the Bidens and Obama to the banks, and I yeah, just basically want to call in and see if you guys are actually aware of it, and oh. no one's reporting on it. Yeah, well, I'll be I'll be honest with you, Glenn Beck's on a different channel so or different stations <laughs> so that's probably why but i will look into that if he's and like and there's a lot of news going on there's that happening we just got word that there's a uh there's going to be a censure or at least a um in the utah senate state house they're trying to censure mitt romney there's also matt gates who's trying to get these ethics violations against against nancy pelosi for what she did at the state of the union so there's a lot we're trying to keep up with all of it i think now that this impeachment mess is over there's a lot of there's a lot of fallout and uh, and it's just starting. In fact, let's talk a little bit about Nancy Pelosi and her ethics violation, because in true Democrat fashion, she is not backing off of tearing up the speech and she is not showing any remorse for it. And she is not at all. Uh, in fact, she's angry with people who say that it was offensive and disrespectful. And she blames, of course, Donald Trump. What happened instead was the president using the. Congress of the United States is a backdrop for a reality show. Yeah, she said basically we invited him to give the State of the Union and he gave the State of His Mind address. That he used it as the backdrop of a reality show. Then she went on to say that it wasn't steeped in reality. And I thought, well, what is it, a reality show or is it not reality? You're, you're confusing me, which is typical of when Nancy Pelosi speaks. Then she talked about how, uh, in the end, even though Donald Trump was acquitted by the Senate, they won. He's impeached forever, no matter what he says or whatever headlines he wants to carry around. Yeah, total acquittal. Oh, he's also acquitted forever. I mean, that's the other thing, dude. The acquittal, when you look at history, what they're going to see is Donald Trump was impeached. Was he removed from office? No. Okay, then. Uh, no one's going to care that Mitt Romney voted with the Democrats. All they're going to care about is what happened. And then what's really going to be historic and what's really going to put the asterisk on this whole thing is not that Donald Trump was impeached, but that Donald Trump was impeached, acquitted and reelected. And that's going to be really the historic moment that the Democrats are never going to be able to take away. Um, you know, and she continued to talk about things like that. She was talking about how, how uh, you know, she didn't like the things Donald Trump was saying about, oh, about Barack Obama. He was trying to discredit 
the triumph of the Obama administration on the economy. There was no triumph of the Obama administration on the economy. I don't know what she's referring to there. The, the triumph of the uh, of the economy came when Donald Trump was elected. Actually, it became when Donald Trump started winning in the polls. When Donald Trump got nominated, that's when you started to see the economy rise. And when he took office, I mean, we've seen 10,000 points in the Dow in three years. Barack Obama didn't see 10,000 points in the Dow in eight. So I don't know. I don't really know what she's talking about. Uh, what she's talking about there, but she seems to claim that everything Donald Trump has done successfully is, of course, because of Barack Obama. Trump did not inherit a mess. He inherited a momentum. He didn't inherit a momentum at all. The, the, the momentum was started by him and it continues uh, by him. And moving forward, you know, into the next four years, you're going to see. I mean, here's the thing. Going into the next four years, if you think that these first three years were monumental and so much great stuff got done with the weight, this heavy weight of impeachment hanging over the president, just wait, man. Just wait until that's gone. Just wait until he doesn't have to run for reelection. Just wait until you have Trump unshackled for four years. The stuff that's going to happen in this country. I mean, you can't even you can't even imagine a serious breach to start shouting four more years on the floor of the house totally inappropriate also i don't know why she's complaining about donald trump that donald trump didn't chant four more years on the floor of the house donald trump just got out there and started speaking it was the house of representatives it was the elected representatives it was the congressmen and women who started chanting four more years and it's their house i mean they're off they work there you know, their senators, their Congress people, they were elected. They have as much right to be there as you. And they chose that moment to start chanting four more years. How is that a breach of etiquette? How is that a bigger breach of etiquette than ripping up the president's speech when you were done? And she but she continued. She continued to say that it wasn't even a speech. No, it did not. No, it did not. I tore up a manifesto of mistruths. Yeah, she tore up a manifesto of mistruths. Which is great. I mean, the, the, the Demo it always comes back to a manifesto with the Democrats. They either they either worship the communist manifesto or they're tearing up the manifesto of mistruths or man, whatever it is, whatever else is going on in their minds. He has shredded the truth in his speech. He's shredding the Constitution in his conduct. I shredded his state of his mind address. Yeah, the state of the mind address. And I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, that's I, that's not insulting. State of the mind address. Well, what was the state of Donald Trump's mind? State of Donald Trump's mind was the country's in a great place. The country's safe. The country's got great leaders. The country's moving forward in a way that we all are, are going to enjoy more success in our lives. We're safer. We're killing terrorists. We're, we're building walls. You know, we need to work on our school system. We urge you to pass these scholarship programs so that people can get out of failing government schools and go get a decent education. I mean, that, that seems like if anyone's got a problem with their state of mind, I would say it's the crazy lady in the back who's ripping up papers at the end of the speech. But again, you know, that's what do I know? I'm not a politician. And and we did a, I did a whole video on this last night. I cut this whole thing up. And if you go to our Facebook page, I did a video where we went through the entire speech at the very end of her press conference. And again, you can watch this on our Facebook page at the very end of uh, her press conference. She actually accused Donald Trump of doing drugs. She said when because <laughs> they asked her about, like, you know, when he reached out his hand, didn't shake her hand or whatever. She said, look, I was extending my hand as a sign of friendship and also as a sign of concern because he looked sedated. And I'll be honest with you, if anyone's an expert on sedation, it's Nancy Pelosi. So I'm just going to take her. I'm going to take her word for it on that. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 
1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Eric in Wisconsin. Eric, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Oh, doing great, Eric. What part of Wisconsin are you in? Uh, uh, Beaver Dam, about half hour north of uh, Madison. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, we're going to be in Milwaukee for the convention in July. So if you head over that way, uh, you can point me in the direction of a good brewery. Uh, what did you want to say about Nancy Pelosi in the speech, Eric? Well, first, <laughs> I'm a veteran myself. Yeah, okay. I'm a disabled veteran. Okay. Watching her actions and just the constant disrespect she showed towards President Trump and then ripping up the speech... That made my stomach turn, made me sick to yeah. watch. The how can she remain there, yet be the cynical? It's really interesting when you, I mean, any speech, any speech that talks about America, whether you agree with the statements or not, any speech that talks about America being great and, you know, talking about American citizens who are amazing, uh, talking about, you know, all the wonderful things we've accomplished and all the things we can, we can still accomplish and any speech that ends with God bless America and includes the words are the state of our union is stronger than ever before. I mean, any, there's no reason to tear up any of that. And it is disrespectful. Um, but, you know, again, she did it. She also said the reason she did it was because she needed to get people's attention. So the media would pay attention as to how untrue the speech was. I don't think that's what they're I don't think that's what they're paying attention to. All we're paying attention to is how crazy she is. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, four, five. Quick break. When we get back, I want to play these Hillary Clinton clips because she's out again and she is lying to Ellen DeGeneres about the election coming up here in November. Um, eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, four, five. More of the Marque show coming up on one, oh, four point five WOKV. This is the Marque show. My name is Marque. Thanks so much for joining us. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, four, five. Coming up soon. We have some fake news Friday. I can't believe how quickly this Friday is going, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It feels like just moments ago uh, we played the It's Friday thing at the top of the hour. It's Friday! Yeah, see, there it is again. Uh, 855-765-1045. All right, real quick, uh, let's get to this. Let's get to this Hillary Clinton miss, mess. So um, Ellen DeGeneres, we've reported over the past couple of months, has been hanging out with a lot of conservatives. And I think she's trying to undo that conservative image. First, she was at the ball game with George W. Bush, and everyone gave her hate for it. Then she was hanging out with, with Clint Eastwood, and everyone gave her hate for that, too. So yesterday or two days ago, or I don't even know when it was, she had Hillary Clinton on her show, thus wiping away any Republican conservative stench she may have had from sitting next to George W. Bush at the Dallas Cowboys game a few months back. And Hillary Clinton, in true Hillary Clinton fashion, spent most of the time lying to Ellen DeGeneres and the American public about herself, about Mitt Romney, and about President Donald Trump. And what I've done is I pulled seven of the biggest lies Hillary Clinton told during her interview with Ellen DeGeneres and one actual truthful statement, because, look, we're not just here to bash people. If they do something right or if they're honest, we should point that out, too. And so we have seven lies and one truth from Hillary's interview on The Ellen Show. Lies one and two were so quick and they, they were in literally smushed into the same short sentence. That's how expert a liar Hillary is. One sentence, two lies. Listen to this. The evidence was really clear. Uh, there was no doubt by the time. By the way, she's talking about impeachment here. The evidence was really clear. Uh, there was no doubt by the time it was all presented that 
actually the president done what he was accused of. All right. Actually, that's three lies. If you think about it, the evidence was not clear. Uh, you know, by the time it was done with it, there was doubt. And the president did not do what and listen to what she said. She, the president done what he done. She's trying to get that folksy. I'm in character. I'm in running for office again. I'm trying to uh, to, uh, you know, um, I'm trying to I'm trying to communicate with the common man type uh, type type charm that she thinks she can turn on. But none of those things happened. The evidence wasn't clear because if it were, then what we would have had was we would have had a guilty verdict instead of an acquittal. Not everyone was convinced. There was doubt. There were 52 or 53, depending on which article of impeachment we're voting on, uh, Senators who doubted the case that was put forth by the managers uh, from the House of Representatives. And what was all said and done, Donald Trump didn't do anything. Um, let's move on to the next lie. Lie number three. In fact, he'd admitted that he had done what he was accused of. Not ne- what he never admitted that he what Donald Trump got out there and admitted that he abused his power, which was what he was accused of. And Donald Trump admitted that he obstructed Congress. He didn't admit either of those things. I don't know what she was watching, but it clearly, clearly what she knows is she's got an audience of captive, uber liberal Ellen voters, and she's trying to make sure they know what the Democrat narrative is and not the actual truth. And those are two very different things. Lie number four. There's no doubt what the president did was wrong. Okay, once again, we have severe doubt as to what the president did being wrong. We have everybody on the Republican side, with the exception of Mitt Romney, saying this president is not guilty of a high crime or a misdemeanor. This president is not guilty of the two things that you have accused him of doing. He was accused once again of obstruction of Congress and abuse of power and and a majority of senators and nowhere near the two thirds needed to to uh, to find him guilty. A majority of senators voted to acquit, which means there was overwhelming doubt that anything that came out of the House of Representatives was anything short of, you know, B.S. Um, The next lie, speaking of Mitt Romney, is about Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is a Republican. Okay, now, technically, that was Ellen saying the lie, but it was Hillary Clinton who said yes and agreed with her afterward. Mitt Romney is not a Republican at all. Mitt Romney is an opportunist. Mitt Romney is somebody who thinks, okay, how can I best get power? Probably as a Republican. Why? Well, because I'm rich. I've spent my entire life taking advantage of people and amassing millions and millions of dollars. So I should probably side with the Republicans. Where can I best come to power? What if I stay in Massachusetts? Now nah, I'm done there. Oh, Utah. I'm a Mormon. They're Mormons. They've got an open seat. I want to fill an open seat. Great. I'll move my butt there. Mitt Romney is not a Republican, nor will he ever be welcomed by the Republican Party again. Mitt Romney doesn't care about Republican values, conservative values, the president, the voters. Mitt Romney just cares about Mitt Romney. Here's the next lie. Who do you think can win? Because if you don't win, you can't govern. By the way, then Ellen asked Hillary who she's uh, who she's supporting or who people should support in the election. Here's what she said. Who do you think can win? Because if you don't win, you can't govern. And who can best govern at a very difficult time in American history? All right. This is another thing that the Democrats like to throw out there. The difficult time in American history, the dark time in American. This is not a difficult time in American history. Forty nine percent of people at the Gallup poll approve of the job that Donald Trump is doing. Ninety percent of Americans are satisfied with their lives. That's one of the highest on record. It's never been 90 percent of Americans saying they're satisfied with their lives. What difficult time in American history is she talking about? The truth of the matter is the only people who are experiencing difficulty in this time in American history are the Democrats. 
Here's lie number seven. If someone asked you to be a vice president, would you do it? <laughs> uh, well, that's not going to happen. Um, but uh, no, probably no. She's right. That is not going to happen. She's wrong when she said no. She would 100 percent do anything to put herself back in a position of power. Now, there is one thing she said at the very end of this that was true. You don't know that's not going to happen. I think I do. Yeah. Really? I think I do. Yeah, I think I do. All right. Yeah. Uh, she knows that's true because anybody that puts her on the ticket as vice president and wins the presidency is going to fall off a bridge or get some kind of deadly disease or just, oh, oops, accidentally get run over by Air Force One on the runway. And then guess who's president? Hillary Clinton. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Coming up next, we're going to play some fake news Friday. We need two contestants. Today, we've got a Marque Show prize pack featuring a gold Donald Trump $100 bill, uh, not actual currency, and that is courtesy of Faith. Uh, so call in right now if you want to win. 855-765-1045. We'll play next on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Hey, guess what? Donald Trump's talking in front of the helicopter. But I haven't, uh, I haven't been asked a question other than a lot of people that viewed it. They couldn't believe that you did it. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was very disrespectful to the chambers of the country. And, you know, look, uh, people, I got very high marks on the streets. And I didn't know she did it until I was walking out. And some of the congressmen and women were saying, can you believe what she did? But I didn't know she did. So he's headed toward to uh, North Carolina. He's doing a little chopper talk with reporters before. Oh, I think there's a lot of evil on that side. They've gone crazy. They've gone totally crazy. It's too bad. I've gotten tremendous amounts done, more than anybody's gotten done in three years, by far. But uh, they're not constructive people. I like what he says. It's too bad. They've gone crazy. They've got bat crap crazy. It's too bad. <laughs> like, yeah, like a darn shame. So sad. Yeah. Uh, that group is, uh, you know, they say Trump derangement syndrome. They've got it. They've got a bad case of it. You saw that. That was on display the other night when she ripped up the speech. Yeah. It was terrible. It was a terrible, so disrespectful to our country. And actually very illegal, what she did. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, there we go. That's that's the one. That's it. I love that. 855-765-1045. Very illegal. Not just illegal on this. That is very illegal. She's going to pay for that. All right. Let's get to let's let's get back to the phone, shall we? We've got to uh, we've got to meet our contestants today, and we've got to see if we can give away some free stuff today. This is exciting. We have not only the Mark K Show prize pack with the Mark K Show T-shirt featuring the Mark K Show logo, but we also have a one hundred dollar. I don't know why that happened. We have a one hundred dollar uh, gold. It's fake because it's fake news Friday. Oh, okay. but it's, it's a fake one hundred dollar gold Trump bill, courtesy of Brooks. She sent us a bunch of these. I gave one to Josh because it was his birthday last week and he was whining about it. And we'll throw one in the Accurate. prize pack too. So, Josh, here, make sure that they get, that gets in the prize pack. Well, now that I have two one hundred dollar bills for myself, uh, we need one more for the listener. Make sure that gets back in the prize pack, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. All right, let's see. Who we're playing with the, with today. It looks like we've got Steve on the line. Steve, how are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Good, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing great, Steve. You want to play some fake news Friday? Yes, sir. All right, perfect, Steve. You are going to be playing against. Let me lock you in there so we don't hang up on you. You're going to be playing against Ray, also in Jacksonville. What's up, Ray? Hey, how's it going, man? I'm ready. I'm ready. You're ready? All right, you're ready. All right, well, listen, here's how this works, guys. We're going to give you some headlines one at a time. You have to tell us if that headline is real or fake. If you can correctly identify the headline as either real or fake, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game uh, wins the prize pack. You guys got it? 
Got it. Yeah. All right. Probably. Yeah. Pretty, pretty self-explanatory. And we're going to start today with you, uh, Steve. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. The San Antonio Zoo is running a Valentine's Day promotion. They'll name a rat after your ex. And for $25, they will feed it to a snake. That's great. Is that is that real news or is that fake news, Steve? San Antonio Zoo. That's real. You think that's real? Yeah, I think that's real. Yeah. What is happening with this? Uh, that is absolutely right. That is real. And and you can even watch it on the webcam. How great is that, man? They've, they've covered all the. I love. It makes me wish I had an X. I'm going to be honest with you. All right, uh, Steve, you're on the board with a point. Congratulations. We go to you, Ray. Are you ready for your first fake news uh, uh, Friday headline? All right, listen carefully. Yes, Here we go. A CNN State of the Union speech fact checker denounced Trump for saying good evening because, quote, technically it was night. Is that real news or is that fake news? And knowing the way CNN is and how much they don't like Trump, I'm going to say that's real. You're going to say that's real news. A CNN State of the Union fact checker denounces Trump for saying good evening because, quote, technically it was night. That does sound like something they would do. They did not do that, though. That is that is fake news. You are fake news. Yeah, but that's like, but I mean, that was a tricky one, man. I would have said if I didn't know the answer, yeah, I would have said they did that, too. Uh, all right, Steve, back yeah. to you. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Listen carefully. Here we go. An elementary school in California played the Lion King at a PTA fundraiser. They were then fined $250 by the Walt Disney Company for copyright infringement. Oh, my God. Is that real news or is that fake news? That's fake. That is real. Don't mess wow. with Disney, man. They don't care what PTA you're trying to raise funds for. They owe, If they own the copyright, you best not be messing with it. That is that is that is that is real news. That is wow. Uh, eight five oh. Uh, Everything the light touches is a fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Back to you, Ray. Ray, you can tie it up with this one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Listen carefully. Here we go. Avocado crime is soaring in Mexico. How soaring is it? No, oh, wrong sorry, game. Wrong game. Avocado crime is soaring in Mexico as drug cartels turn their focus from opium to, quote, green gold. Is that real I'm news? I'm going to say that's fake news. You're going to say that's fake news. I the, am. The drug cartels aren't going after avocados. That is. I don't think so. That is real news. That is real news. Avocado. Oh, man, you're kidding me. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Avocados are big business. They're big business. And now uh, they have had to uh, avocado trucks, which are, which are, I mean, they're importing record numbers of avocados, probably thanks to those avocados from Mexico commercials we all saw during the Super Bowl. They, uh, they are, I know they're. no, they are having yeah. to get, get this, they're getting armed escorts to and from the border because of the amount of money that avocados bring in to the country. There are avocado bandits out there who are trying to steal them. All right. Um, are people really calling it green gold? I guess that's what they call it. Or oh, man. In Mexico, it would be like, you know, better day. Better day. Gold. Better day gold. Better day gold. Um, all right, that's fine. It's okay. It's still a, it's still one nothing. Uh, we go back to you, Steve. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, Steve. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Democrats left an empty chair at the State of the Union to honor their fallen hero. 
<laughs> General Soleimani. <laughs> That's fake news. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't even say <laughs> it with a straight face. I tried my best to get through that with. with... Oh, that fake news. <laughs> yeah, they didn't leave an empty chair to honor fallen hero Soleimani. It was just, however, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's chair because she opted, she opted not to show up. Uh, congratulations, Ray. You're on the wait. That was Steve. Steve, you're on the board with another point. No, no, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll okay. take it. All right, Ray. Uh, here, this is an easy one. You'll get this one, okay? You'll get this one. Okay. Listen carefully. This is from this is from the state of Florida. I want you to pay very attention. Florida troopers pulled over a perp and found narcotics in their vehicle in a bag labeled, quote, bag full of drugs. <laughs> what did they find in that bag? Florida troopers Ooh. found a, a bunch of narcotics, <laughs> a.k.a. drugs, in a bag labeled bag full of drugs. Is that real news or fake news? Oh, man. That's a tough one. Because... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just going to say it's real news. I'd like to point it's the state of Florida. That was like the big hit. backyard. Yeah, that is correct. It is, that is real news, Ray. Nicely done. Oh, Thank man. You. Very good. I mean, bumper sticker in the car said, car of idiots. It was in Santa Rosa County. Two men, they were not discreet in their plan to sell drugs in the Florida panhandle. The Florida Highway Patrol <laughs> arrested them. And there's literally a picture. It says, bag full of drugs. Oh, my God. And it was full oh, of drugs. Man, they were lying. All right. Two to one. You can, Here's the thing, uh, Steve. You can put it away with this next one. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Listen carefully. Here we go. Pelosi had to seek medical attention on Wednesday because she strained her wrist muscle while ripping up Trump's State of the Union speech. Is that fake. real news or is that fake news? Fake, fake, fake. You think that's fake news? Yes, sir. I mean, she's kind of old and, and, you know, and, and she might have osteoporosis or whatever. She could have, but that's fake news. You're right. That is fake news. Oh, that fake news. She did uh. not do that. She was just fine. Well, I mean, she was physically fine mentally. All right, listen, we've got one more here, Ray. And I'll tell you what, if you get this one right, just because I want to read it on the air, if you get this one right, then we'll give you a prize pack and we'll give you one of these golden Trump $100 bills. Okay? Make it rain. Yes. All right. I got three, awesome. baby. Here we go. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. With five warrants, gave police a fake name that consequently also had an outstanding warrant. <laughs> is, that, is that real news or is that fake news? Oh man, I want to say it's real. Gotta be real. Yeah, I mean, what are the odds, right? You get pulled over, right. you got five warrants, you give a fake name, and oh damn it, they, they've got a warrant too. That is correct. Hey, that is real news. Nice to know. Yeah. Mark, I hope you don't have any worries. I used to know name. a guy in Chicago that did that, and he got arrested, so I know it happened. Oh, see, so you know you know from personal experience. Congratulations to both of you guys. Steve, Ray, everybody. Awesome. Everybody you. hang tight. Thanks so much good for listening. Game, yeah, good game, guys. Hang good on. Game, we're going to hook you guys up. You get good the Mark game, Mark. Show. Good game, good game, Josh. <laughs> fake news Friday. You are fake news. Good game, Trump. Good game. Uh, <laughs> we're going to listen. We got, we got one more break we got a couple people that have been waiting to talk about i don't even know what but we'll give them a chance here in just a minute it's the mark K show quick break more coming up on 104.5 wokv we were treated unbelievably unfairly and you have to understand uh we first went through russia 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 it was all bullshit. 
the pres- president of the United States speak- speaking at the White House yesterday. And I saw, you know, I was watching um, I was watching Fox News and they had Tucker Carlson had uh, Tucker Carlson likes to go in and he has, you know, his producers find all the other networks and what they're saying every time Donald Trump opens, like literally every time Donald Trump opens his mouth. And he gave this really long speech at the White House. It was his victory lap speech. It was his congratulatory speech. It was his thank you to everybody who helped. And there were a lot of people. There were a lot. Mitch McConnell and Jim Jordan and and, you know, uh, who's the guy from uh, Georgia who we love? Doug Collins. He mentioned Ron DeSantis. In fact, he told this. We should have pulled it. We told a story. He told a story about Ron DeSantis. And he said, Ron DeSantis came to me and said, I want to run for governor of Florida. And I told him, no, I need you in the Congress. <laughs> he said, he said, no, I'm running for governor of Florida. I need your help. I want you to uh, I want you to endorse me and let's do some great things. And of course, Trump said, oh, we came in here and and basically pushed Ron DeSantis over the top. But everybody got everybody got shout outs. And, and the Democrats as well. So that this was what was going on yesterday in the White House. But all over CNN and MSNBC, people were talking about how mean-spirited it was and how vulgar it was and how disgraceful it was that the president was saying these things in the White House. It was all bullshit. And I got to be honest with you, uh, th- you know, th- this has never been done before was the other thing. And and they brought up a great point, at least Tucker did, and said, look, the reason these, the reason the president is doing this, the reason the president is getting up and having to thank all of these people, all of these, what did he call them? He called them, he called them warriors. He said, we got to thank these warriors. But today is the day to celebrate these great warriors, right? Because they were, they were at battle, man. They were at battle with the forces of evil for months and some of them even years. And and this is it's unheard of, not because Donald Trump is doing anything that's never been done before. It's because he's responding to something that's never been done before. When you're when you're when you're berated and when you're attacked and when you're made fun of and when you're picked on and when you have like blatant lies reported about you. And then when you're impeached and, 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 and acquitted, I mean, in, in, I mean, the acquittal was so fast. The fact that, that that these guys came in, 52 of them or 53, depending on which article of impeachment we're voting on, and, and, and turned this acquittal around so quickly uh, without extra witnesses, without extra testimony. I mean, it all proves that none of this was handled appropriately. And Donald Trump had, was at the he was the vertex of all of it, man. He was bearing the brunt of everything. So, of course, when it's all over, you're going to have some emotions. You're going to get up there. You're going to have some strong words. But what Donald Trump is doing is reacting to what the Democrats have done. He's reacting to the people who have been attacking him. He didn't start this. He didn't start this. But now that it's over, he's going to remind everybody who finished it. And there were, let's just say, there were a lot of there were a lot of people who helped him finish it. I want to thank my legal team: Mitch McConnell, Bill Cassidy, Mike Braun, Chuck Grassley, Josh Hawley, Mike Lee, Kevin McCarthy, Kelly Armstrong, Jim Banks of Indiana, Andy Biggs, where's Andy? Bradley Byrne, Doug Collins, Matt Gates, Jim George, Debbie Lesko, Mark Meadows, Mike Johnson of Louisiana, Devin Nunes, John Ratcliffe, Michael Turner. Yeah, and let's not, oh, we almost forgot. Well, let's not forget the most important one. I want to thank Josh McCarthy. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm here for you. Thank you for How could you, you couldn't edit it together to say Mark K somehow? Nah. Nope. Oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe maybe we'll work on that for next time. Uh, listen, everybody, there's a debate tonight. If anybody cares, we'll, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to watch it. I have better things to do on a Friday night. But I'll wake up in the morning and I'll see some of the highlights. And if there's anything worth mentioning, we'll bring that to you uh, Monday morning uh, when, when we come back here. Also Monday, Donald Trump's in New Hampshire. And on Tuesday, the New Hampshire primary. Let's see if New Hampshire can count the votes. 
unlike Iowa. Let's see if they're better at, than Iowa was at counting the ballots. Uh, it's going to be another exciting week. Have a great weekend. Stay tuned for traffic, weather, news, and I believe Rush Limbaugh's back today. Uh, it's all next on 104.5 WOKV.